Good morning. Today's Daf and Gittin is Ayin. We are starting on Sabbath Testament Bays, and we have a little bit of uh, medicine to catch up on. I say the word medicine, but at this point in time, everyone knows. Uh, medicine, but don't try this at home. Okay, go go back. I'm not going to reintroduce. Uh, go back to what I said yesterday, the beginning of yesterday's year. You can go back even uh, the day before that as well. Although that wasn't recorded, that was Shabbos. Anyway, regardless. The, uh, the, uh, uh, Rufus and the Gemara. Let's just pick it up right where we left off yesterday. Obviously, uh, the Rufus are going to cover the entire body. We start at the top of the head. We are moving our way down. And so we're up to Lechirza. Lechirza can be found in the Gemara. Uh, it is on Samach Testament Bays, and it's about a third of the way down, a little bit more. Between the one third and one half mark on Samach Testament Bays, Lechirza. Uh, the Gemara now is going to be descri- describing Tolaim. Basically, worms that are in the stomach. Uh, tapeworms, I guess. Again, like I said yesterday, I'm not a doctor, not even, <laughs> I don't even play one. The, uh, the, uh, so anytime I, I give any kind of diagnosis, it's just me thinking out loud. In other words, uh, I don't know nearly enough to make, to make any kind of real diagnosis. Anyway, so, um, so what is it? So, um, the Gemara says, so what, what should you do? Meaning not what is it? The Gemara is going to be going over therapies and it's, it has been doing now. For the last two days. This is day number three. So, Lechirza, so Anpakat Achamra, so Be'atrafa Da'ara. So, what you're going to do is you're going to drink some wine and, and have a couple of herbs. And again, like yesterday, I'm not going to go and, 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 and try to define every one of the uh, herbs and minerals that we're describing over here. Uh, but Rashi, Rashi, by the way, does take the time. But uh, we're going to go through this hopefully quicker. Lechirza uh, Chivra. Uh, so, uh, what if the worms are white? White worms that are in your stomach, so Lita and Bizra Gilgala. So, you get a seed. It's called Gilgala. Sorry, pronunciation. Pronunciation was, pronunciation was terrible. Excuse me, where are you up to? I'm sorry. We are halfway down with the words Lechirza Chivra. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, so if they're white, so what you're going to do is you're going to bring the Gilgala. It's a, it's a type of herb. That was better. Anyway, uh, so you wrap it up in a, um, uh, you, you wrap it up in some sort of cloth. And you should soak it in, in, in water, drink it. So, um, uh, make sure not to, not to actually, uh, drink the seeds, uh, to eat the seeds. The ilau, so uh, somehow the seeds are going to go ahead and tear a hole right through your intestines. Lamesar. Okay, now, if what you're doing is that you are too loose in the stool and you want to be less loose, so since it's in Retiva Bamaya, and, uh, and, and uh, so what you do is that you're going to be eating this kind of acephitz kind of grass, um, and uh, you have to eat it while it's moist. And Lamishra, now, what if you are, uh, what if you're too, uh, what if you're too constipated and you want to be looser? So you So then, what you're going to do is you're going to take the same seed, but in its dry form. So simancha eats a retifta de sachanara, and again, a mnemonic to help you remember because, in other words, whether you want to be looser or or, or, or more constipated is going to be just simply a function of whether or not you're going to be eating it in its dry form or it's in, in its moist form. So the Gemara gives a mnemonic. It's a retifta de sachanahara. So you have uh, it, it basically what it, what you what you use it for is to dam up a river. 
And uh, the Gemara says, and the, uh, it's the Gemara is not being particularly subtle, but basically that's what it's going to do to you. Uh, if you go ahead and have it in its, in its dry form. Letichla. Uh, okay, uh, let's say your spleen is, uh, Rashi describes it as being, um, what's it called, enlarged. So, Laisisha Bena Demaya. So, so what you're going to do is you're going to bring in uh, kinds. Kind, it's a kind of fish. I don't know. And what you're going to do is you're going to dry it out in the shade, right? Slow, <laughs> aged, aged drying. And what you're going to do now is you're going to uh, you're going to soak it in wine and, and, and eat it together with the wine. The low now if that's not available. So So what you're going to do is take the spleen of a goat. A, a goat that did not give birth, and v'nitchay uh, b'tanura roasted in the oven. V'nuke lechudei, I'm sorry, v'nuke lechade, and put it alongside the side of the oven. V'neima, and then you're going to say a lechisha ki hechdi yavish hai tachla, and yavish tachla deploy bar parnasah, just like this spleen dried up. My spleen should also dry up; shouldn't be so enlarged. V'ilo nitchay abeni urcha debeisik chadata. Uh, so the, uh, and if that's not, if that's not a possibility, meaning you don't have an oven, that sounds funny. And if you don't have an oven, so then what you're going to do, you're going to take the goat's spleen and you're going to, um, bene urbe, de charita. Uh, you put it by the bricks of a new house. Uh, and you should say, uh, make the incantation that you made previously. The law, the Gemara gives another, uh, an, another form of treatment. And that is lifke shivcha deshachiv v'shavasa. The um, you find somebody who died on Shabbos. This one's going to be of the various therapies that we have done over the last number of days. This one is going to be. I don't mean to gauge or judge. This one's going to be the strangest. Find somebody who died on Shabbos. And then you're going to take the hand of the of the dead person and you're going to put it right over your spleen. Venema and you make the following lechisha kehechad yavish hayadani yavish shichle deponibaparnosa. Just like this, this hand withered and, and dried up, so to my spleen should dry up as well. And if that's not, and if that's not an option, nasi binisa. So you, you bring the fish, and you're going to be roasting it. So, uh, and you're going to soak the fish, and, um, uh, where the blacksmith is working, and drinking that water as well. Ah, so right, so that's, that's an excellent question. In other words, we know that a mace is also brought Hanah. And so over here, it seems like you're going to get, be, be getting Hanah. I'm sure that question is asked. And in terms of Tumas mace, so nowadays we're not worried about Tumah, uh, but that's, that, that's a kappa. In other words, I'm just, you know, that, that question I'm just avoiding. But Hanah, Hanah is a very good question. So, um, right, the, the um, okay, it's, whatever, it's, it's funny. It's not a. It's, it's, it sounds like the kind of kind of question Tosus asks. Tosus over here does not ask the question. Tosus does not make a reappearance until we get to today's daf daf ayin. So um, the um, uh, there was a goat who was drinking water next to the blacksmith. Uh, they shechted the goat. They found that the goat had no spleen. Apparently, the the water by the blacksmith is very therapeutic. Well, depending on whether your spleen is enlarged or it's, if it's normal. If it's normal, so then, right, as the Gemara just told us, it, it takes, it takes away altogether. Vilo. So, in other words, over here for the enlarged spleen, we have been given many different therapies. The Gemara is going to give us another one. 
lift a chavisa de chamelishmei. So what you should do is you should open up a new barrel of wine and uh, and uh, and go ahead and, and drink up. Okay. Amalei ravachabreda ravla ravashi islei chavisa de chamra. So um, if you are going to have a barrel of wine that you're drinking on a regular basis, lo asa lekam demar. Ela meraga bepashachris demaalia lekule gufe. Um, in other words, I, I, the, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to go for the, to, to, to you for refuah. Uh, in other words, the drinking of wine by itself would have been a refuah. However, what if a person doesn't have that kind of luxury, where he doesn't have that kind of wine? So what should you do is, you should have a good breakfast. Okay, it is cliche. It is found in the end of yesterday's Gemara, right? In other words, you have some bread in the morning, and it is ma'alya lekulegufe. It's good for the whole body. Lirush Chasa. Okay, uh, we are now by the end of the GI track. So, uh, okay. <laughs> and, and so, uh, what exactly is Rush Chasa? Okay, uh, maybe hemorrhoids. Okay, but it's a guess on my part. I don't know. So, anyway, so lysine. So, uh, so you're going to bring, uh, what, akiki in, in, in ovava. Okay, uh, types of grass, uh, types of herbs. Aspircha. Uh, and also a little bit of silver. Right? Uh, silver nitrate. Yeah, right. Maybe. And uh, umartica. Okay, uh, also a ty- another type of mineral. Vechumrasa uh, de pilon. It's a type of small uh, small utensil uh, worn by women. Anyway, vishiafa de chamimisa. Also, that's going to be the excrement of birds. Vininkate. And uh, you're going to take all these things together. Vishachi de kitna bekaita. And you're going to put it in linen. Um, that happened to have been worn in the summertime. Uda Amar Gufna Bisitva. Also, um, uh, you're going to put it in uh, in summer geffen, right? In cotton. If that's not available, so then what you're going to do is uh, that you'll just drink very diluted beer. Lishigrura. Uh, okay. I, I, in other words, the Gemara over here, with its various therapies and its, and, and its treatments, happens to be unbelievably specific. It's fantastic. Lishigruna. So uh, over here now we're below, so we're by the thighs over here. So you have a pain in the thigh, whatever, whatever the ailment is. So Lacey Pasio de Munina. So uh, what you're going to do is that you're going to bring a a, a, a kli. It's filled with sir shaldagim. Sir shaldagim is uh, fish brine. And vinigdareshis and zimne aha matchaya. And then 60 applications to each one of the thighs. Let's mirta. So, um, so over here, it sounds like we're, it sounds like what the Gemara is describing a kidney stone. Certainly sounds that way. So, so, um, so what you're going to do is, is that you're going to take the sap that comes off. It's called itran. And utlasti tufasa itra decarte. Um, also you're going to take the sap of, uh, of creation leaks with tlasni tufasa de chamer nikida, so uh, and and wine velishtile leish baama and leisha baosamakom, and apply it to, directly to the area. Vilo lysiuna dezika. If that's not available, so what you're going to do is is that you'll take uh, some sort of jug, velitlele, uh, and you're going to tie it leish baama leisha bedadin by the man by the area exactly by the area and by a woman by her chest. Vilo. Now, if that's not available, I see chuta dezu arisa. So uh, you're going to then bring a string. Dishadate duma bas duma. It happens to be that who spun uh, spun the string. So duma bas duma. 
Okay, this one's really interesting. I have no way to explain it, but I can translate. And that's Duma Bas Duma is a woman of ill repute who happens to be the daughter of a woman of ill repute. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, you're right. Right, the opposite of Yichos. Okay, uh, don't, don't ask me to explain. Uh, obviously, I can't explain it. Anyway, so uh, you'll have her spin it. And, uh, and again, for the man, where he's going to be wearing it right by the ama and by the woman by her chest. Uh, so then what you're going to do is you're going to be bringing a, uh, a lice, a male and female. Okay, uh, in of itself, by the way, unbelievably interesting. There is no way that we can go ahead and determine the gender. Even for birds, right? Uh, you and I, meaning uh, I'm, I'm talking about, well, I'll just speak for myself. So there's no way that I'd be able to tell the difference between gender and birds. In other words, you need an expert for that. Over here, we're talking about now the, uh, going ahead and figuring out the gender of, li- of lice, right? It's, uh, whatever. It, 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 anyway, apparently there are people that could do it. So, Lysikina de Zachonakeva, Vilitlele. Lishba, Malishbosa, Makam. And again, the, the louse is going to be placed in the area. Vichimashtin, so Nishin Asina, Yavishta, Bitsinor, Dadasha. And then when you do go ahead and urinate, so what you're going to do is urinate over a dry bush, uh, right by the doorway. Um, as far as the actual stone that passes, so, uh, so what you're going to do is you're going to hold on to the stone. Because the stone happens to be good so uh, for fevers and, and other types of ailments. Okay. We're almost done. Okay. Uh, the, we're going to be describing now uh, various fevers. Okay, uh, this is an external fever. Okay, uh, I know the Gemara is going to, in, about, in a moment, go over an internal fever. And then I know I'm going to be fielding a question of what's the difference between an external fever and an internal fever. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to beat you all, cut you off at the pass, and tell you, don't ask me what the difference is between the two types of fever, because I don't know. So anyway, let's say my bra, so for an external fever, Lysitlasa griva souffle, Utlasa griva adra, Vinishkalina kolchad l'chudayn, Okay, you're going to take these various herbs and seeds, and you're going to and you're going to cook them. Balesa benayu, and um, so and now after cooking them, you're going to sit between them. Um, the um, now you're going to make two rows of those of these two cooked herbs. Uh, you'll bring a patur. Patur is a table. Remember those table they had tray tables back in the day, and veneko ilave hai velosev ilave hai. And you're just going to keep passing between the two rows. And by you going back and forth between the two rows, you're going to start perspiring. Uh, you're going to bathe together with the, uh, between these two rows. So uh, now what you're going to finally do is that after, uh, after spending some time between the, the rows of these herbs, these cooked herbs, then what you're going to do is you're going to actually drink the water. But don't drink the water of the souffle. Uh, that was the seed of the date. Uh, because what it's going to do is it's going to lead to sterility. That was for the external uh, uh, external fever. Now we go to the internal fever. Okay, so, uh, so over here you're going to be bringing uh, seven portions of uh, beets. The Venishkalina Afrayu Venechal. Uh, when you cook it, make sure to take the dirt. Not only do you take the beet off the, out of the ground, but some dirt that comes along with it. Venisha tafa dara b'shechra, and uh, you're going to be eating it uh, together with shechra. You're going to be chasing it down with beer. Oh, inve talabamaya. Or alternatively, 
you are going to use um, uh, you're going to use the the vines in which uh, the um, in which the grapes grow. Uh, that would uh, and and you could chase it down with that as well. Lecha zazisa. We're on the very top of Ayinam and Aleph, uh, the first line, and we're almost done. So uh, it is chazazisa uh, as a type of shechin. Okay. Uh, Rashi calls it the Alephas. Okay. Uh, when you go through uh, Parshat Mitzorah, so you will see a number of the Tzaras that's mentioned over there, we're going to be mentioning over here as well. Okay. The uh, I know we've heard time and again that Tzaras is a spiritual ailment, and I'm certainly not ready to refute that. On the other hand, just as a counter consideration, in other words, we're going to be going over various therapies and remedies that deal with things that are Saras-like or Saras itself. So, in other words, I, what I'm trying to tell everyone is that I'm a little bit confused in terms of what exactly is Saras. Is it a physical ailment, like we're treating it right now, or is it more of a spiritual ailment? It can be. The two are not exclusionary. It can be a hybrid of the bo- of, of the two, but I'm just uh, right. I'm I'm sharing with everyone that I'm uncertain as to what exactly Saras is. But in the meantime, however, Lechazizisa. So how do you treat it? So let's see, Shiv Chita Azanisa. So what you're going to do is you're going to bring seven stalks of wheat. Viniklinu Amar Chalata. You're going to you're, you're going to roast it and you're roasting it on a shovel. Vinafik Mishchamina Vineshaf. And then what you're going to do is that the oil is going to come out of it. You take the oil, you rub it. Rav Shimei Barashi Avalei Lauav Kocham LaDavar Achav Itzay. And uh, the guy had had, had Saras. So then whenever the Gemara describes Saras, it calls it Davar Acher. Right. The other thing. Right. Uh, it's a it's an old old Jewish tradition. But it's not just it's not just the bubbies and the zadis that do this. It's and it goes back to the time of the Gemara, where sometimes for certain ailments they just simply don't they don't mention it by name. They just simply say davar acher. Okay. Um, yeah, what by the way, uh, parenthetically, what else is described in the Gemara as davar acher? The meat that comes from a pig, uh, right? Ham, pork. So that also is called davar acher. Okay. So uh, just inter- interesting usage of the term. Anyway, so Rav Shimi treated a guy and ve'itse, and the guy was healed. Uh, based on this treatment. Okay, like I said at the beginning of the entire sugya, meaning Chachme Yisrael used these as refuas. In other words, they were not, this was not theoretical, it was all very practical. Uh, we already mentioned time and again that this is obviously, it doesn't work nowadays, right? I'm not, uh, that I'm not guessing. That already the Gaonin told us, right? This is an old, old Masora that all these refuas don't work anymore. But just simply, when you, when you, when we're going through the Gemara, it's clear that back then this was not theoretical. This was very practical. It worked. Tosus on the top of Ayin Amid Aleph is bothered by a simple question, and that is, is that the treatment of a guy, uh, the Gemara, the Gemara in Avodazara, right? This is a, uh, this is also a classic and old issue in terms of uh, whether or not you're allowed to be treating an Ovid Avodazara, right? And, okay. Let's just, let's just, anyway, see the top Tosus over here. So, um, who, uh, who, who deals with that issue? Amar Shmuel. Ayn Amar Aleph. We are still towards the top. Amar Shmuel. Haiman Damachulei Alunche de Parsai. So, uh, let's say you were hit with a spear. So, um, and, and, and the spears, uh, they, what they used to do with their spears, the Romans, is that they treated their spears. They put some sort of poison on the tips of the spears. And so, uh, over here, so, uh, you are going to die. So So I know after three days of learning refuah, so uh, the Gemara does concede that there are certain things which are just, in other words, untreatable. There, there, there is no, uh, there is no recovery. However, 
Uh, what you could do is, is that you could delay death for just a little bit. Uh, so, but what you could do is that you can treat it, not to cure, but just to delay death. And that what will that, what will that do? What that will do is that it'll give you time to basically put your put your estate together. So, uh, fatty meat, uh, very very uh, very strong wine. And good. And then what that will be able to do is that it'll give you the time to go ahead and to give it savah. The last will and testament, if you will. Let's say you swallow a, I'm going to call it a hornet. I don't know if I'm right. So, but you're not going to live. So, what you're going to do is you're going to drink a really strong vinegar. Again, what it's going to be able to do is at least give you enough time to go ahead and to write a savah. I'm Rav Yishu Malevi Achabasar Shor Balafes Velan Be Alavana Belela Arbarasar Chamisha Sar Betkufas Tamuz. So Ochzaso Achilu. Okay, so Rav Yishu Malevi says here's the behaviors that you should not be doing. Okay, and over here a small transition in the Gemara, meaning still for most of today's stuff we're going to be going over refuz, but we're transitioning now. Previously, for the last two days, we have been going over refuz meaning actual therapies that were tested and, and, and tried by Zman HaGemara. And now the Gemara is just going to give general medical advice. Here's what not to do. And, of course, on the, on the, on the flip side, here's what you should be doing. So, according to Rav Yishu Malevi, if you eat the meat of, uh, of, of, if you eat ox meat together with lefes and you sleep outside in the full moon, right, 14th or 15th of the month, and it's Kufas Tammuz, Right, we're talking now in the summer, right? We are in Tkufas Tamas. So, Ochzaso Achilu. So, what you're going to do is you're going to be afflicted with this thing called Achilu. Hold tight. We're going to define that in just a moment. So, Tanava Mamale Kresu Mikol Davar. Ochzaso Achilu. In Ebraisa, another thing that will lead to Achilu, I know we haven't defined it yet, and that is, is that if you fill your stomach with any of these items, um, any of these items, basically, uh, basically, if you have a sweet tooth, so, Amra Papa Afilu Mitamre. So, Rapapa says, even if it's dates. Now, remember, back in the good old days, so they did not have processed sugar, right? I was going to say they don't know what, what we're missing, but I would also then say, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it worked in our in our better minute. So, but anyway, but they didn't have processed sugar. So, whenever they talked about sweet foods, of course, they talked about fruit, right? Fruit was the uh, fruit. Fruit is the is is, sure, is nature sugar. So the uh, so over here when 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 the Bryce says Hamamale Kreso Mikol Davar, so you're going to get this Achilu, so it means anything sweet, and Rav Papa says even if it's dates, and and by the way, just as a fun fact, uh, Rav Papa, do you know what is do you know what his occupation was? So he was a beer maker, and, and back in the day, beer was. I mean, I'm sure they made beer from barley, but back in the day, beer was made from dates. Okay, so Rav Papa is is. His whole his whole life was occupied with dates. So anyway, so the uh, so uh, Rapapa says you eat too many dates, no good. Okay. So Pshita the Gemara says Sagadat Chamina Hov Amar Mitamre Misabanu Mishachnanu Mishalshalan Umeashran and Lo Mefankan. So the the Gemara says, but meanwhile, uh, as far as dates are concerned, we have a lot of good things to say about dates. Uh, number one, it's Sovea satiates. Number two, Shachnan it warms you. Number three. Mishal Shalan, loosens your stool. Number four, Me'ashran, gives you strength. Number five, Lo Mifan Khan, it does not, it, it, it does not give you a sweet tooth. 
So we have so many good things to say about dates. So aim alone. So therefore, I would have thought that you know what? If you stuff yourself with dates, that's not the end of the world. So kamash malan. So that's what Rapap is coming to teach me. Meaning, the the moderate consumption of dates is phenomenal, and you can go over count count again the numerous things that it's beneficial. But that's moderate consumption. But then when you go ahead and you stuff yourself with the dates, no good. Okay, so a number of things that lead to achilu. So here's a fair question, my achilu. So I'm a Rabbi Lazar, ish shel atzamos. So my ish shel atzamos, I'm a Rabbi, ish garmi. Okay, a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara here is telling us what achilu is, even after the Gemara tells us, I can't really explain it to you, right? Your bones are on fire. I just found to be interesting that Rabbi Lazar says it's ish shel atzamos. You know, it's the bone of fires. And the Gemara says, I don't understand that. So Abai goes on to explain ish garmi. You know what the word garmi is? It's bone in Aramaic. So instead of saying Eshel Atzamos, so Rabbi had to explain, it's Eish Garmi. That, he just repeated the same words, but in Aramaic, as if, uh, as if the person didn't understand Eshel Atzamos. I'm at a loss to explain, like, what, what did Abaye contribute? Um, apparently Eish Garmi, everyone understood that. Even though Eshel Atzamos is the same words. Okay. Maya Susa, the Gemara says, okay, so you have now the Achilu. Right. In other words, we 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 cautioned you of what of what you should do in order not to get achilu. But now you get achilu. So uh, so the gemara says. So what is the treatment for achilu? Amar Abai, Amar Leim. Abai quotes his mother. Right. In, insert the note that we always insert whenever he's quoting the mother. So kulu kulu shakainu. So um, so uh, for every for every drink that is uh, that is prescribed. So there is also going to be a prescribed number of days in which you're going to drink it. So Tlasa Shiva Trace are either going to be three or seven or, or twelve days Vahai. However, when we get to this prescription for the Achilu, so ad de So over here as needed. And and, and, and until until needed. So uh, there is not going to be a prescribed number of days. So Kulu Shakana Aliba Rekana. Now generally speaking, when you whenever you're given a prescription of something to drink, so that's over an empty stomach. Vahai so, uh, over here, when you're drinking this potion for the achilu, so it's after you ate and after you drank and after you went to the bathroom and after you wash your hands. So, um, so what you're going to do is that you're going to be taking a drink that's made up of lentils and salt and ubuna de chamre atike and, 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 uh, and old wine. Mix it together. So uh, what you should do is wrap yourself up. You will then fall asleep. Nobody should wake you up. You should be waking up on your own. When you do wake up, remove the, remove all the blankets from you. Because if you don't do that, so the, it's, this achil is going to come right back to you. Okay, uh, good. I'm just going to pause for a moment. <laughs> to, it's it's you're right. Take take a sip. I'm going to take a vigorous one. <laughs> okay, we're back. Breaks over. I'm Rabbi Rebbe Nasan. Echol shlish, shesay shlish, v'hana shlish, and lechishetichos tamod al miluacha. So the, um, okay, so, uh, Eliel gives the following advice to Rabbi Nassan, and that is the following. Uh, eat, a, eat a third, drink a third, and leave a third of your stomach empty. 
Do not fill your stomach, but rather always leave a third of your stomach empty. So that way, when you get angry, so you know where that anger can occupy, that empty third of the stomach. In other words, if your stomach is full and you get angry, there's no room. I'm saying it without fully understanding what I'm saying, but somehow, in ways that I, in ways that I can't explain, but somehow, not having a full stomach is a great way to mitigate the anger. When you have a full stomach, so it's hard, it's hard to mitigate that anger. That's the point of the I Gemara. Yeah, oh, very good. Okay, right. The um, um, Rabbi Kiva Eger here on our Gemara, so he he cites uh, the um, he tells you to take a look at the Gemara Nida and Daf So okay, so I right to go. I was interested, so I went there. So anyway, so the Gemara over there says that uh, generally speaking, uh, it's a, what is it? It's the yeah. It's a, it's a toastless over there. Anyway, so uh, generally speaking, so in terms of your distribution of food versus drink, so the Gemara over there says more food than drink. Interesting Gemara. So in other words, as, 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 as just advice. Uh, and, and the Gemara says, and how do I know that? So look at the Mizbech. I know it's a, I, I know it's a funny model. But in other words, the Mizbech is a consumer, right? Whenever we did Kachim, whenever we do Kachim. So, right, the Mizbech is basically a consumer. I know it's a Mizbech, it's not a person, but still, how, in terms of the ratio of food to drink, more food goes on the Mizbech than drink. And the Gemara says that that, we, that, that serves as a model for us. So, more food than drink. So, uh, so, so Tosas over there says that when our Gemara says a third, a third, and a third, third food, a third drink, and a third, um, and, and a third leave empty, so the Argamar over here just simply is focusing more on the point of leave a third empty. Because Argamar is not telling us to have a third and a third of food and drink, because then obviously that's 50-50, food, drink. And the Gemara there in Ida says no. In other words, Tosas over there says no, more food than drink. Okay. I, I, thought, I thought that to be an interesting, uh, an, an interesting addition. Uh, so, if a person does not want to have intestinal problems, so So what you should do is you should always be dipping in vinegar. Uh, vinegar or, interestingly enough, wine also. Uh, and uh, both in the summer and in the winter. Uh, anything sweet, basically what you should do is that you should withhold. Refrain. Uh, and uh, if you need to go to the bathroom, do not hold it in, but rather go as frequently as you can, as soon as you can. So um, if you drink white wine, so what you're going to get is that you're going to get this illness called Vitak. Sixty uh, different types of wine. The best of them is a red wine. Okay, don't, add, don't ask me which grape. And Griya de Kulu, Talia Chivra, but the worst of them is white wine. Uh, our Gemara over here in Gittin, on Daf Ayin, on all the medical advices, is clearly of the position that white wine is not just inferior, it's bad. In other words, it's something that should be avoided. Okay, uh, there is a considerable m- amount of discussion, halachically, how, uh, how do we feel about white wine? But as part of the discussion, obviously, I'm going to go on in the Gemara, because I do want to finish the daf today, but part of our Gemara over here is clearly entertaining the idea that white wine is not good. I'm Rav Yehuda Aman Diyasev B'Tzafarna Nisan Gabi Nura. If you are in the month of Nisan by a fire, V'Shayv Mishcha V'Nafek V'Yasev V'Shimsha, 
and uh, and you and, and you're rubbing oil, and uh, you're standing near the sun. So achzaso vitak. So those kinds of behaviors will lead to vitak. Uh, well, by the way, what is vitak? So that's a great question, and you know, I'm, I don't know. It's a type of illness that weakens you. So the uh, after that, I can't help you. So if you bloodlet and immediately after bloodletting you have relations with your wife and you impregnate her, those children are going to have congenital vitak. They're going to be weaker children. So and if you go ahead and uh, both husband and wife are bloodletting and have relations afterwards. So the children are going to be, be, be Baalei Ra'asan. Gemara over here does not give descriptions of Baalei Ra'asan. Obviously, it's worse than Vitak. That, that part's clear. Um, the Gemara elsewhere goes into very, very descriptive terms of Baalei Ra'asan. I don't know the English comparable of what it is, but it's bad. Meaning it's not... Uh, does he make a suggestion in terms of uh, giving a modern terminology to describe it? Okay, I don't know as well. But uh, anyway, it's bad. Uh, that's only if you didn't eat between bloodletting and, and Tashmish Amita. If you ate in between, that's going to give you strength and then you don't have to worry. Coming home after a long journey and not taking a moment to, uh, to, to get back your energy and then having Tashmish immediately then, the children are going to be B'nai Vitkin. After having used the bathroom, you should wait. Let's call it nine minutes. Between that and Now the um, uh, when you come back from the bathroom, so the Gemara's description is that you will be accompanied by uh, the shade, the shade of the bathroom. And so that will accompany with you during Tashmish, and the children are going to be benin nichbin. I think they describe it as epilepsy. Uh, I, I, I'm just, it's what I've heard. I don't know if I'm right. So uh, having relations while standing, so that will lead to avis, okay, type of ailment. If while uh, having relations in a sitting position will lead to delaria. So delaria. She's above and he's below. That also leads to Delaria. So my Delaria, I'm Rav Yeshua Ben Levi, Sam, Delaria, Dardara. So uh, the Gemara over here asks, what is Delaria? But clearly that's not the Gemara's question. The Gemara wants to know how to treat Delaria, meaning it's clear that the Gemara knew what it was. I can't tell you what it is. It's a type of ailment. But whatever it is, the Gemara is asking for treatment. So the Gemara says, Dardara. My Dardara, Amarabaye, Marika Dechuche. So it's a type of saffron. So, Rapapa Alim Ovalale, Rapapi Alim Vishadile. So, in terms of how exactly to go about using this Dardara, so Rapapa, so he would chew on it and he would swallow. Rapapi would chew on it but would not swallow it. Okay. Amrabai Misha Eno Baki Bidarch Eretz. So, if a person does not have the strength to have Tashmishamita, so what do you do? So I know, insert joke over here. I'm, if, you, if, you, if you don't mind, I'm going to pass on the joke for today. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long day. So the, uh, but anyway, but yes, the Gemara here is talking about basically how, how can a man get vigor when he no longer has vigor and no longer has the strength and energy for, for Tashmish Amita. So, uh, Lysi Tlas Kapize. So, um, 
So uh, what you're going to do is you're going to bring three cups. Each one of them is um, going to be holding three lugan. And what you're going to do is you're going to get the saffron. And you're going to crush it. And you're going to put it together with wine. You drink it. Rav Yochanan says, I'm telling you, tried, tested, and it works. Brought me back to my youth. Three things are going to weaken a person. Pachad, derech, avon. We'll go through all three. Pachad. If a person is in a constant state of fear, it's going to weaken you. Okay, the Gemara quotes the Pesach, always being on the road, traveling long periods of time. It's going to lead to hachasha. It's going to lead to weakness. So, another Pesach in Tehillim. And finally, Avon, if a person sins, Dechsev, Kashab Avani Kochi. Another Pasuk in Tehillim. So all these things are going to lead to weakness, general weakness. Shlosha, Dvarim Matizin, Gufo Shal Adam. So, um, three, th- three things are just bad for the body. Eating, drinking, or having Tashmish Amita in a standing position, no good. Chamisha Krovim Lamisa Yosem Menachayim. Uh, five things that are closer to death than to life, meaning these are not good things. Eating and standing. Drinking and then standing up immediately after you drink. Same thing with bloodletting. Sleeping and then just waking up and immediately getting up. You've got to take a moment before you get up. And and having standing up immediately thereafter. Those are, those are not good. Six things that if you do them, you're going to die immediately. And they are Hababadach Venisya Gea. So Hikizdam. You come home, you're tired, and you bloodlet immediately. You go into the Schwitz. You drink, you get drunk. You sleep on the floor. So Rav Yochanan says this prescription. Now I say prescription, it's not a prescription. But this order of operations in which you do this, you're going to die, is you have to do these six things and in the order that we just outlined. Obviously, you don't want to die, you want to live. Obviously, what the Gemara is saying is don't do that. In other words, in the order we just prescribed. Amar Abai Abai says, I'm going to give a hosafa. And that is Kisidran Mesasa, Shalok Kisidran Chalish. Yes, if you do in the order, you're going to die. Even if you do it out of order, but these are exhausting activities one after the other after the other. So, uh, so if you don't do it out of order, it's still chalishus. You're going to get weak. Ini, the Gemara says now, uh, tlas minayu. So, um, so meuras, it's the name of a woman. So she did it to her evid. Uh, three of these things were missing and the evid died. The Gemara says, yeah, not a good case study. Happens to be that that evid under review was already in a weak constitution. So that's why he died only after three. I, I, I know, uh, the, uh, right, it, okay, whatever. Just, I'm just right now being clinical. Uh, Shemona Rubin Kasha. Uh, eight things where if you have too much of it, it's bad. Umiyot and Yafa. But if you have moderation on any of these eight things, great. Ve'elohein derech. So taking, uh, t- now, derech means just going on a long journey. Okay, I'm not sure if we're talking about a long walk or an actual journey, whatever the case is. Moderation. Derech Eretz. That's Tashmish Shamita. Moderation. Osher. Uh, accumulating wealth also should be done in moderation. Malacha, uh, don't overwork yourself. Moderation. 
yayin, wine, shena, sleep. So chamin, uh, right, uh, going to the bath, going to the shvitz, and akasas adam and bloodletting. All these things are good, but only in moderation. Shmona mematim esazera, the elohain. So there are six, I'm sorry, eight things that are going to be lowering your sperm count. And that is, hamelch varav netak. So uh, salt, uh, hunger. Netak uh, is saras. Okay. Again, in today's daf, by the way, I, I know I mentioned this earlier, it absolutely sounds like some sort of physical ailment. So bichiyam, crying. Vishen garbi karka, sleeping on the ground. And gudganios. Okay. I, coriander. And kishus. Um, it's, uh, it's a type of hops that you put into the beer. And, uh, shlob is mana. So when, at, at a time when it is not uh, advisable to eat it. To, to be discussed. Hakaza sadam, bloodletting. Uh, lamata kiflayim. And if you do bloodletting malamata on the lower part of your body, so it is going to be doubly bad. Tana. Kishem shakash lamata kach, lamata kiflayim kach yofe, lamala kiflayim. Bloodletting in the wrong place, bad. Bloodletting in the right place, double good. So, as far as bloodletting is concerned, where is it good, where is it bad? I'll tell you where it's good, above the Beitzim. Where it's bad, below the Beitzim. In other words, the Gemara just gives, it gives us a point of demarcation separating where bloodletting is good, where bloodletting is bad. Okay, And as far as Kishotis is concerned, when, you're, when there's an inopportune time to have Kishotis, so So the Gemara says, okay, Kishos is bad at a certain point of the year, but good in another part of the year. So uh, when is it Zmana? So that's during Tamas, that's the summertime. That's wintertime. Now what about spring and fall? Eh, eh. Not good, not bad. Okay. Good. Adkan, that takes us to the end of the Gemara's regarding Rufus. Okay. Um, I'm going to pause. Okay. I'll tell you, I, know, I know we have a little bit more to finish the daf, but the, uh, I'll pause at this point in time, and tomorrow we're going to resume. Uh, we will go back to, uh, to our Mishnah and to our discussion, and that was a significant break. In other words, the Mishnah, the uh, opening Mishnah, the seventh paragraph, took, uh, started all the way back on Daf Samech Zion. Samach Zayin Amid And so, Samach Ches, Samach Ches. And today's Daf Daf Ayin. So that is three Blada Gemara, really starting Samach Zayin. Three and a half Blada Gemara, where the Gemara now treated us to a number of treatments. Okay, I didn't, I didn't mean to alliterate as well as I did. And uh, the uh, Adkan that takes us to the end of all the Gemara's treatments, together not only with treatments, but also advice, right? Var- various forms of advice. Uh, I'm curious to know, by the way, because I know the Rambam takes... A lot of this advice and incorporates it into his, into his Mishnah Torah. Meaning the Rambam does not take any of the medical advice and incorporate it into the Mishnah Torah, as we discussed. But a lot of the, a lot of the general living advice that was just given to us in the Gemara, the Rambam does incorporate. Okay. Just as a, as a closing note, I'm certainly curious and I do not know, like what, what did the Rambam feel is like something that should be incorporated and something that's unincorporated in terms of our daily living. Just, I, I guess, in of itself, that would be interesting to understand that better. But meanwhile, we're going to pause here tomorrow. Uh, we pick it up back, back to the Mishnah and back to Halacha.